Hey, it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. With NFL free agency in full swing, the Ringer's football crew is covering all the major off-season moves on the Ringer NFL show and on theringer.com. Also coming this week, we're introducing our new Sports Rewatchables podcasts running across the network, where we break down the most rewatchable games in football, basketball, baseball, and wrestling. Already up on the Bill Simmons podcast feed, you can hear Chris Ryan, Joe House, and Bill Simmons discuss Game 6 of the 2016 Western Conference Finals between OKC and the Golden State Warriors. You can check these out on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, guys, and welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're going to talk about the J-Rod engagement. Mm. And we're going to touch on Operation Varsity Blues. <laughs> and then we're going to give a thorough, thorough review of Triple Frontier. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics, no matter what. And now, let's spill the tea. Okay, and before we get into our first category, this is an explicit language warning for mm. nobody but my mom, who <laughs> has— to. We can include her, too. Okay, she tells me she's offended and appalled oh. by my language on this podcast, so this is a warning for you, Mom. Sorry, Mrs. Kelly. Okay, first category is Tea Time Checks In With. The most important person on Tea Time is our producer, Kaya McMullen. Kaya. Kate, we're checking in with her first. We are. Kaya is on a beach in Hawaii. <laughs> She's tragically not here. So in case you were listening and you were sensing like a sinister presence yeah. this week, it's because there's a man in the room, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, Craig Horlbeck is filling in. Yeah. Hello. Welcome, So Craig. if this is terrible and the bell like cuts us off every three seconds yeah. or, you know, anything that goes wrong, we're just going to attribute it to Craig. You're also going to have to sit through a lot of triple frontier talk yeah. about the male cast. So yeah. I'm sorry about that. Okay, I watched Triple Frontier. So okay, I'm, I'm so okay he's with set. It. Perfect. Kaya, we miss you so much. We okay. do. All right, next person. Um, not quite as good as Kaya, but close. Brie Larson. Um, we talked about her friendship or not friendship with Emma Stone a while back. That's, that's <laughs> <And> a non-friendship. <laughs> now that Captain Marvel's out, we're checking back in with her. Um, she may not have Emma Stone, but her movie made a ton of money. Yeah, it did. Literally so much money. She showed up at a theater in this Juicy Couture jumpsuit. It's, yeah. Custom, it looks like her Captain Marvel jumpsuit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she was like, had a huge thing of popcorn, was like drinking this drink, just strolled in to like all these people. And I just, her movie got so much hate online from so much like bullshit men. Yeah. That I just love to see her like living her best life. Honestly, I would do theater. this too. If I was a star of a Marvel movie, I too would come up in a sweatsuit, eat popcorn, go to like local movie theaters and uh-huh. just like flex yeah. on everybody. Be like, yeah, enjoy my, you know, award winning. Whatever, blockbuster. Right. It's great. All right, last person we're checking in with. Um, Chrissy Teigen got a hamster, and she is struggling. I know. Um, It's named Peanut Butter, and she loses it, like, every other day. (laughs) And she's just—her Twitter feed is just constant, like, peanut butter updates. She's like, we got it. John hates it. And then she's like, we lost her again. We found her again. We lost her again. She doesn't know how to drink. Is she going to die? It's like this constant like feed of hamster struggles. Honestly, the hamster is cute as shit. Have you seen it? Ew, no. It's It's, way too small. I was anti-hamster originally, and now I think it's really cute. I was thinking it was more of a guinea pig size. When I saw it, it was really tiny. It's really small. two tweets I want to highlight that were so funny to me. One (laughs) is, I just bought her a two-story glass condo with a hammock, so please Mm. stop yelling at me. (laughs) It's good to be Chrissy Teigen's hamster. And Uh the other one was, they told us we can feed her anything, and my mom's 
said rice. And they go, no, not rice. <laughs> Which highlights that the people at Petco or whoever, like pet store salesmen don't know what the fuck that they're doing. Yeah. No. Especially with animals <laughs> like hamsters. She goes, we are doing your peanut butter on a plate trick to find peanut butter when obviously oh. it went missing again. And she goes, I swear to God, if other critters come out of the woodwork, for it, John will vomit and die. Poor John Legend. He deals with so much <laughs> in that really house, does. I feel yeah. like. Yeah, it's a struggle. Craig! <laughs> he got it! <laughs> nice. He's okay. on it. Second category. This is Tea Time Investigates. This is mm-hmm. big news, people. This is a juicy story for all the right reasons. Like, nobody got hurt besides, Bro. I guess, yeah. the American public that's applying to college. It's like they the got hurt. perfect celebrity scandal. Yeah. It's the one that we needed after this Michael Jackson. Yeah, Kelly's all the yeah. Like, ones that were really horrible. Ju- Jesse Smollett. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is Operation Varsity Blues. Amelia, do you want to start at a high level what happened? Okay, so... Um, they, you know, they recap it really well on damage control. Yeah, they like um, really went into it on yeah, damage control so you, this week. You should listen to that. But pretty much what happened was that there was like this fake, um, well, actually it was real, I guess, college admissions thing where they, and it's called like the Key Club, where this guy pretty much helps the children of the rich and mm-hmm. famous get into apparently USC is a top college. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that it wasn't, but um, yeah, but. They pay money so this person can, like, either Photoshop their head onto pictures of athletes and bribe, like, the coaches of these top schools. Or they literally pay someone, like, the person administering the test of, like, the ACT or SAT. Yeah, the proctors, yeah. Yeah, they— bribe them to what was it like just give them more time and like yeah they was like this correct whole, the test they gave the whole system for their they really idiotic did. rich children not to be too mean insane. but no they're the people idiots. that have gone down is felicity huffman which is hilarious and not william h macy which i have right. questions about. Really, because he's listened in right so i read that the reason so he was on the phone calls with yeah. her but he didn't he wasn't actually like involved in the transaction so like they didn't have enough apparently wow. they didn't have enough like paperwork evidence like tying him to the actual transaction Action. He Yikes. was just like aware of it happening yeah. and like on the phone, which is some That's bullshit crazy. if you ask me. Yeah. But and Lori Lachlan is the other one who oh my God. Um, paid for her daughter, Instagram influencer Olivia Jade, to who's been publicly <laughs> like, I hate school. Yeah, yeah and my I'm, parents are making me go and to I'm going to college for the parties and yeah. the game days. And yeah, girl, we know. I know. And she yeah. goes to UC, which again, UC is actually a great school. I could not, I could not get into USC, but I'm just saying, if you're gonna pay a lot of money. Why not shoot for the stars? Go for Harvard, Stanford, you know? Do I yeah. League. Yeah, it's that's baffling to me, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of juicy details here. The photoshopping is wild. There it's the you fact need that to all just, these like mini yeah. 18-year-olds are also Instagram influencers. Yeah. This girl is losing um sponsors by Sephora and uh-huh. Amazon. Oh, she did has she this, lose the Sephora. Sephora, yeah. It's in the works. Oh, it's yeah. done. My yeah. God, that's yeah. incredible. And her dad is the Massimo Target guy. Yeah, Massimo Supply Co. So yeah, <laughs> shout out from half my closet. <laughs> if you've ever bought like a black sweater yeah. from Target, uh, it's yeah. probably Any Massimo. Any t-shirt from Target. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait to see how this unfolds. Incredible. The other thing I need to investigate is country music as a genre. Mm. Yes. I'm Where confused. Where to begin? Where to begin? For background, I went to school in the South. I spent all four years hating country music. Like, it came on at every single party I was at. I refused to listen to it. Something weird has happened now where country music is very good. And it started with Casey Musgraves. A friend introduced me to the album Golden Hour. Uh That entire album is amazing. It's so good. And then I was on a long drive and someone played My Church by Maren Morris. Uh That song is so good. Maren Morris is great. Amazing. But do you see the key here? It's the women. Right. I mean, true. That is it. And it's, I think it's like country pop. 
Yeah, right. Kind of, you know, it's not like twangy. Like I'm that gonna... is true. It's like a, it's like country pop crossover for right, sure. Maren exactly. Morris's new album is extremely good. Have the you bl- listened to it? No, I haven't. It's so good. Oh, I listened to Girl, which is yeah, a new yeah, single yeah, yeah. that came out. Yeah. yeah, the less Blake Shelton, the better. I'm all for all <laughs> yes. the female. Bring pop- it on. Yeah. Also, you have here that Leighton Meester is working on a country album. Oh yeah, she was on the April cover of Shape. And she said, she was like, it's a labor of love. It's like a slow process. Uh-huh. But she is working oh on a country Star album. Star of Country Strong. I know. Big Can't times. go a single episode that talking about Country uh, Strong. Absolutely not. I know it's in her. She's a great <laughs> country artist. So I'm excited for that. Great stuff. Nice work. Okay. Okay. This is This Week in Social Media. Kate, start us off. Chris Evans, you know, always doing the most on Twitter, usually with good results. There's this chip ranking that's going around where these, it's actually extremely funny. These guys posted this video of like those, those individual like chip packages where it's like Lay's, Cool Ranch, Doritos, Fritos, Barbecue Lay's, where it's like a party pack. Mm -hmm. And they ranked all of them. And it's like this two minute video where they're just going back and forth. So Chris Evans, as he, you know, tends to do, had to weigh in. And so he ranked the chips. He says, the correct answer is, number one, Cool Ranch, which really just tested my loyalty right there. (laughs) But we'll come back to that. Number one, Cool Ranch. Number two, Cheetos. Number three, Nacho Cheese Doritos. The fact that he describes them that way is also offensive to me. They're just regular (laughs) Doritos. Number four, Fritos. Number five, Barbecue Lay's. Number six, Original Lay's. First of all, Chris Evans, there is a Captain America version of Cool Ranch Doritos that was like circled around a while back. Mm -hmm. So he was technically involved in that campaign and so I'm wondering if that's why he put Cool Ranch first like he had to do it and he doesn't really feel that way the only thing he got right was putting original Lay's as dead last (laughs) I strongly disagree with that you like those original Lay's chips yes what did you put on your list okay I have my ranking Um, I think regular Doritos are first (laughs) then I had original Lay's then I had barbecue Lay's Cheetos, Fritos, Cool Ranch. Fritos is so low. Fritos wow. are garbage. Wait, that's an abomination. I, Fritos is my favorite. Are you Fritos pro- are so oh good. My God. I'm going to walk out of this room. You have no taste whatsoever. Fritos are low-key game changers. <laughs> They're okay. so good. Okay, I'll tell you and my grandpa, both oh, of whom okay, love Fritos. Wow. Oh, my God. Jesus. Okay. Also, what's happening on social media is Miley Cyrus has been on an absolute tear. She's been throwing back tons of photos. It started on International it's Women's wild. Day on her Instagram. She's posting photos like old, um, like at award shows <laughs> and stuff like that. Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Vanessa Hudgens, Emma Roberts, Ashley Tisdale, yes. Katy Perry and her I Kissed a Girl phase. And originally this scared me because the last time she really did this on social media, she like was on a lot of drugs and she shaved her head. But it seems as though she's just having a lot of fun now with her like 80 some million Instagram followers. Uh-huh. People are loving it, including her ex, Nick Jonas, which she also posted about. <laughs> I'm really, really, really here for it's it. It's really fun. That's She's, like, really funny. playing into, like, kind of, like, what people want and, like, it, all her followers want. What I specifically want. want. <laughs> uh, what Liz Kelly specifically wants. Yeah, she tweeted, like, my generation equals seven things, which is her song, Seven Things I Hate oh About God. You. And then your generation, song. Seven Rings, the Ariana Grande oh song. And it struck me right in the heart. Uh, my generation is Seven Things I Hate About You. It really you. is. I fucking love so, that song. Yeah. Okay, also on Instagram— this is less exciting for me to talk about. There's been an insane amount of bromance on that app since it started. But like, I feel like in the last year, yeah. as part of like movie campaigns yep, that's and it. like press tours. They're leveraging the bromance exactly. for money now. It's gotta stop. Yep. What came up this week was, I forgot that there are Scream Queen co-stars. This is Nick Jonas and John Stamos. Oh, They're going back and forth. Like basically John why. Stamos won, I mean, wore a Jonas Brothers t-shirt the, at the American Music yep. Awards. Uh-huh. And then now, you know, when you take a photo and then you print that photo yeah. and it gets smaller it's and smaller. It's a very popular bromance trick. Yes, it is. Yeah. 
I'm not here for it. I'm nope. also not here for any other bromance that's happening on Instagram, which is like Ryan Reynolds and everybody. Everyone. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. The person, and I know I'm going to get shit for this, the only good bromance I find is John Mulaney and Pete Davidson because they're good influences on each other. They are. I find. Um, but yeah, terrible bromances on Instagram. Plus, Don Lenny and Pete Davidson are just doing it to be funny because like yeah. they clearly sure. think they're really funny. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> all these other ones are being like leveraged for like like campaigns. Like that, Amelia mentioned the, the Marvel whole bromances. entire Marvel bromance. Yeah, it's all is just a, a campaign, campaign now. They just want like oh like they're tweeting back and forth at each yeah. other and like Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland. You mentioned yep. Jake Gyllenhaal literally on Instagram. For Spider-Man. Right. Which they're not I mean, promoting. For, yeah, exactly. It's just for Spider-Man. Yeah. It's crazy. And I <laughs> just I, you know, I love Chris Evans, but uh-huh. his whole thing with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yep. all right. Makes me we so mad. It. Yeah. it happens on Twitter more with the Marvel it, it does. people. It does. And they they loop in literally everyone. Like yes. they, they're like, Mark Ruffalo, sure. They did like, it with yes. the chips. They did it with the chips thing too. He was tweeting at Don Cheadle about it. I'm like, <laughs> oh my okay, God. fucking it's just chips. And then they get like fifty two thousand retweets right, like, because who their are these people are crazy I and they're know. just like oh my god yeah, maybe I'm we're like, in the wrong right. maybe fifty two thousand plus people are like like these things but i refuse well it's just so fake i mean i guess they're good at yeah you know marketing creating the narrative yeah, yeah around right. this but it's just like read between the lines it's fake also i, I feel strongly that this is it's Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake's fault. That's who got us here. <gasps> You're oh right. And it's because they they originally did the thing where they were like taking pictures of each other holding their mugs with their face on it. Oh, that yeah. was like years ago. Like in like 2015, like their bromance was like This is Jimmy Fallon's thing. fault. It's their fault. It was like this huge thing. People could not get enough of their Yikes. bromance. And now everyone else is trying to do that too. We've solved it. Yep. Okay, this is Tea Time's biggest relationship news ever. I feel like sometimes we're really grasping for straws in this category. Nope. Two legitimately large things happened. An embarrassment of riches, honestly. Absolutely. The first thing, J-Lo and A-Rod got engaged. Yep. Congrats. Finally. Yeah. A-Rod proposed to J-Lo over the weekend in the Bahamas. They're on some Mm -hmm. lavish vacation. Um, They recently celebrated their second anniversary. I feel like they've been together for so much longer. I want to talk about the ring. The ring is beautiful. It's the size of what? Like a... (laughs) It's a small country. Huge. A small country. It's huge. And I'm confused. I've been reading a lot about this for this Tea Time podcast and no other reason. And <laughs> there are so many different reports on how much this ring costs. There's some that say it's worth $1.4 million, And then there's some that are saying it's five. And Kate oh and I were talking God. about this before the recording. How can no one know? Why can't someone fucking figure it out? Right. It's like yeah. one it's single one, diamond. It's, right. It's one big ass right. diamond. Right. Like this one's so it's not Katy Perry's like flower engagement <laughs> ring with like seven different stones. Yeah. It's like a flower. Oh, we can't colors. even tell what color it is. Right. I'm like, this is literally one diamond. It's- someone figured it out. <laughs> I don't get why this is so confusing to people. <laughs> Although it's possible that they were blinded by A-Rod's ring when he was in- yeah. he was proposing because wow. he wore his World Series ring, <laughs> which is some bullshit. <laughs> Who does that? That's, That's like- A-Rod. Yeah, literally of all people, it it's would be him. so obvious in the yeah. pictures. You cannot, like, tear your eyes away from it. I'm like, you know your hands are going to be right there. You kn- And, like, you're just casually <laughs> totally. wearing that on a beach. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Come oh, on. Do you think God. she was pissed that her hair was pulled back in, like, a low bun? I was wondering that, too. Because you're obviously on some evening stroll. They're on the beach. Which yeah. Your hair gets all messed up when you're on the beach. Right. And she's got long hair at the moment. True. I'm wondering, because you know it's J-Lo. Like, right. she wants everything to be absolutely perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't, you're right. She wasn't, like, quaffed enough where I was like, oh, she knew. Right, right. Yeah. And she was in, like, flat sandals. I don't know. I feel like right. she's too casual. But I have, yeah. like, a new theory about J-Lo because of her Joanna Gaines relationship. Ooh. I think she's she wants to create a lifestyle brand. A rebrand. Yes. And I think 
you know, with the Ben Affleck, not to bring up Ben Affleck again, but like when they were together, <laughs> You'll she get your was time all, later. <laughs> okay, thank you. Like Jenny from the block, but now uh-huh. she's like a big star. And okay. now she's like, she wants to go back to like, I'm, you know, a homemaker. I'm relatable. I'm, I'm relatable. Wow. I'm BFF with Joanna Gaines. Like, yeah. I love Driftwood. And <laughs> I'm very like rustic. Walks on the ocean, right? Yeah. And so now she's like embracing that. Yeah. And we're going to see her lifestyle brand like come to Target or something within the next like 18 months. This Damn. is genius. I, love it. I think, she, yeah, less Mariah Carey she's trying to yes. buy, which she was Ooh. getting close to that yeah. diva that's status. Really smart. That's yeah. a smart pivot. Absolutely. All right, other big relationship news is that Chance the Rapper got married uh, to his longtime girlfriend, Kristen Corley, in Newport Beach. Looked so beautiful. It was like very traditional wedding. Mm-hmm. Very traditional. Um, uh, famous people were there. Dave Chappelle was there. More famous or more notorious was Kim, K, and Kanye. They showed up so late that they were not allowed to sit in on the ceremony. Oh, that's good. They had to stand 50 yards back with the <laughs> ushers so and the party far. planners. They're so far back. If it wasn't for the helicopters that were hovering around this event, uh-huh. we would not have even seen them. They 50 yards, first of all, is so far away. That they they're not even anything. close. They're no. not even like behind uh, the back row. No. Like, they're like fully like another, like the length of the chairs. Yeah. Like, so far back. And you know that Kim and Kanye were fighting that entire car <laughs> oh, ride from 100%. Calabasas yeah. to Newport oh, Beach. Oh my like, God. You made me late. Your hair took forever. Blah, blah. Yes. Uh-huh. This is a huge fight. Did they stay in the back for yeah. the Yes, they had to. They <laughs> stood next to like, this big ass bouncer looking guy looking super pissed. Yeah. I am surprised they didn't just leave. Yeah. They, yeah, that actually makes more sense because they came after the bride. They start, That's they came so... after the ceremony actually started. Like, what do you expect? I know. That's part <laughs> <laughs> the other cute thing is that uh, Chance explained fully how these two met. Uh-huh. It's so sweet. He said that they met originally when they were nine years old. Um, his dad, his parents took them to an office, like one of their office parties. And then like a another child, like girl group, um, like sang a Destiny's Child song and danced to Destiny's Child song. And he like locked eyes with this like other nine-year-old girl and was what? like, I'm going to marry this girl. Oh my God, that's like love actually. I know. That's and so was like cute. too nervous when he was a child to like come up and introduce her. And they only put all these things together like years later oh, when they so, actually met. What? I know. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's real. Okay, congrats to them. Okay, one of my favorite categories is not worth the tea. This is a good one this week. Uh, Amelia, start us off. Okay, so this is kind of old. It's like a week old. Um, so Farrah Abraham um, from Teen Mom, she now has, I guess, like a guest column on Penthouse Magazine. They're trying sure. to rebrand Penthouse. <laughs> yeah, so why not Farrah? Anyway, she called Joan Didion um, a gin-drinking bore who writes convoluted books. Damn! And she just, she wrote this entire article just to drag Joan Didion. And Fair Abraham, for those who are unfamiliar, I hope everyone is. I hope she falls into obscurity. <laughs> is am. a teen mom, right? Yeah. Graduate yeah. that now right. has just like gotten so much plastic surgery. It's, she's It's insane. But I just want to say that my favorite part of this is she... <laughs> At the end, she name drops her own book and is like, you should read my book instead. Jesus Hell Christ. Yeah. Pray for Fair Abraham. Other things not worth the tea is Zac Efron's panini beard. <laughs> so his movie, Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey, oh, uh, debuted a couple week, uh, days ago at South by Southwest. And the reason this came up is because they're answering questions. And you guys have got to see this picture. Look it up. We really can't do it justice. It's terrific. And it was, he has a beard that is, I don't know what you say, shaved in a... It's like shaved in like like horizontal lines. Like it looks like grill marks on his face. Like right. someone yeah. took a panini maker twice Press, and yeah. just pressed on it. It's okay. Do you remember back in like 2008 when those sunglasses yes. that Kanye wore? Yeah. Uh-huh. They were like the blinds. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it looks like someone 
took those sunglasses uh-huh. and just like slapped them on his face uh-huh. and yeah. then cut around it or something. His hair also looks insane because he's he got like the wild. blonde yeah. orangey top and then the dark roots on the to bottom. See it. He looks like that riffraff rapper. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> Everything about it is bad. And I don't want to know. I don't know who riffraff is. Anyway, continue. Okay, other things not worth the tea. Okay, this <laughs> next one. You guys, I was 24 pages deep into JustJared.com looking <laughs> for fucking info for this podcast. And I stumbled upon Liz Joey for you guys. Patel's new tattoo. It's absolutely horrible. Uh, he went on The Masked Singer and dressed as a big, giant, scary rabbit. <sighs> and he tattooed on his entire back calf this uh, rabbit. Looks so bad. He also had to shave his legs. It just oh, looks God. so it's horrible. Weird. And why would you commemorate? I don't know why that was such right. a pivotal yeah, moment for Joey Fatone. When he was on the mass singer. Yeah. And like didn't win. I need didn't win. <laughs> I need answers. This is also, also unanswerable. Just for the record, Liz and I both found this independent of each other and both put it in the doc and then realized it was in there twice. It has to be so, discussed. You guys need to look this so too. Weird. He also um Instagrammed it and said it's he horrifying. D- this at this tattoo artist, Zoe Taylor, did a killer job oh. on the rabbit. She's definitely one of the best. Oh my god. Oh my god. You guys. Okay, moving Awful. on. Last thing not worth the tea, Kate. Extremely not worth the tea. Scarlett Johansson is on the cover of the Vogue Global Issue this week. There are two covers. It's like different actresses from all over the world, but she's representing the U.S. Sure. on a cover with two Asian actresses, Duna Bay and Deepika Padukone. And it's just like, think about that for two seconds. About oh having Scarlett Johansson represent the U.S. in the middle of a cover with two other Asian actresses. <laughs> Her entire well, thing is that she takes away representation right, from other people. And the, the thing is that they're actresses transcending borders. Oh, You're like, God. yeah, Scarlett Johansson is perfect. <laughs> Who thought about that? If Who only was, like, like Emma perfect. Stone was photoshopped on Right. There, oh, my God. They're like, I'm like, those are the two that you don't do <laughs> for this. Yeah. So funny. Like, anyone else. People's lack of common sense is Literally, absolutely astounding All it to had me. to be was an American actress. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, just stupid. Okay, we've been waiting for this all episode. So I'm really proud of us for holding out. Amelia, you briefly mentioned Ben Affleck, but we've held it together. Yeah. Okay, we need to do a spoiler warning real oh, quick. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, we're going to review Triple Frontier. We yes. previewed it last week, mm-hmm. but if anyone hasn't watched it, we cannot discuss it without discussing a certain pivotal scene. Right. Yes. So if you haven't watched Triple Frontier yet, go do that immediately and then just like skip to the end of this podcast because yeah. it's yes. about to get in, like Wild. very in-depth. Yeah. Okay, all three of us watch it. Craig, you watched it too, right? I did, yeah. Okay. Give it a rating out of 10 first. I say it's a four. (laughs) Savage. In terms, like, I didn't, it was exactly what I expected. Like, it literally was exactly what I expected it to be. Okay. I thought it was better than what I I was just like, this is okay. So we have like the full spectrum here of reaction. I I enjoyed it. I I had a good time. I watched it in a group full of like screaming girls. And first of all, I didn't, no one knew what Triple Frontier was and heard of it. And they're like, oh my God, movie night. Come over, turn it on. They were so upset for the first like 45 (laughs) minutes. Why? Because it's like, you know, the first half of the movie is like really just like rugged action. Like men being like, Uh, nobody did. I did. I also forgot. I thought it was going to be like a little bit more. I thought thought those scenes were well choreographed. They told us exactly what to expect from this movie. And if you were surprised, then you weren't paying attention. I ignored it. I ignored it. (laughs) Okay. So one thing that we didn't know what to expect from this movie Mm -hmm. is something that happens about two thirds of the way through. Amelia, just say it. Just get it out there. Freaking A, Ben Affleck dies. He gets shot in the fucking face. And they linger on the face. For so long. It's not. And then for the next. 40 minutes to the remaining of the movie, he is dragged around in a body bag. <laughs> and they just occasionally just like shoot they just the body bag itself, just like laying there. It's like a camel body bag. <laughs> it's just 
They're like, <laughs> it's, it was a savage way to die. It, I was also not expecting that in any way. I thought no. Charlie Hunnam was going to die because he also was shot earlier in the movie. I thought right. Garrett Hedlund was going to die because they didn't give him a nickname. Oh, yeah, Ooh, that, that would have been yeah, tough. Yeah, also, yeah. he was just like really like happy the whole time. Right. Yeah. Um, we knew somebody was going to die. I, I don't think any of us thought it was going to be bad. Absolutely not. I was shocked and honestly thrilled. <laughs> it was, That's rude. That's it, a personal He literally attack. gets t- like at close range in the fucking face. <laughs> he does. And you see it coming and you're like, yeah. <laughs> And then it just fucking and happens. And happens. And then they like hold him and like look at him for a really long time and his eyes are open. Oh my God, just... his eyes like roll back in his head and you're like, oh God. I liked how little time they did spend on like the actual morning of him. I feel like Oscar Isaac did one like, no. And then they just completely moved on, wrapped him up and the then The only kept person going. who was like, Actually, sad was like Garrett Headland. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was like rocking him yeah. a little yeah. bit. He was like, oh, yeah. Speaking of getting shot, my biggest problem with this movie, Kate and I were discussing earlier. Charlie Hunnam gets shot in the stomach, <laughs> and he still does not take off his shirt. He keeps his like vest on and his t-shirt and they it's like 10 us, other layers. No, we don't get yep. one single ab. No. We don't get like a side mm-hmm. ab. No. Mm-hmm. He's shot literally in the stomach. You can't show us one no. single inch of his Whose stomach. Whose decision was that? Was there not one female that was like, just lift it up a little bit? Just a like, little bit. You have to Slap bandage it bandage. up. Yeah. Right? Exactly. It's unsanitary Stupid. is what it is. Yeah. Um, Garrett Hedlund was briefly shirtless though. So we did. Chris briefly. Ryan told us. Except, Chris Ryan said no one was going to be shirtless. So I so took that, that as a, a nice win. that was a nice surprise. But I will say this. You should okay. Work out a think little about more. It. Think Excuse about what me? you're about to say about Ben Affleck and <laughs> consider Ben oh, Affleck wow. was easily two fifty in that movie. Gary <laughs> Hedlund looks amazing. Ben Affleck's dad bod is in like peak performance. It's a grandpa He's bod. He's got the tucked in polo. Oh, oh my! At okay. one point, I described him as like the hottest guy working at a Best Buy. <laughs> Like That's maybe exactly true, right. maybe like true. the assistant manager at a Best Buy. I'm so where into Where you're it, like, yeah. mm, maybe. Okay, yeah. who are the actors that, this is what we call like, actors who went and screamed at their agents on the phone being like, why the fuck wasn't I put up for this role? Who are yeah. these actors? The per- well, the person who inspired this this debate. Chris Pratt. Chris fucking Pratt. Because he yeah. was wearing, what, an America An like, America jacket with an America up. hat the other day. And he we was were probably like, doing it out of... Like, yeah. protest? Yes. Yeah. Like, you didn't cast me. Like, look what you, you could have yeah, had. Exactly. Yeah, um, Yeah, he definitely wishes he was in this movie. Oh, what totally. role would he have been, though? I was thinking about that. Charlie Hunnam? He would have won. He thinks he was oh, Charlie he Hunnam. Oh, he thinks he should have really Garrett Hedlund. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I personally think Scott Eastwood and Glenn Powell oh, were also God. pissed Those that are they, great, they could have both calls. either been like Charlie Hunnam or probably Garrett Hedlund. Probably yeah. Garrett Hedlund's character. And yeah. they're both pissed. Yeah. Like they've done, like done like Glenn a bunch Powell. of. I like him too. But he did, he was in like Expendables 3 or something. Yeah. Was he really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I also yeah. think Tom Hardy and like John Krasinski's new body would have been oh, a great John Krasinski. Yeah. I don't want John Krasinski as an action star though. No, I'm actually against that. But you know well. he was pissed. Yeah, totally, he was pissed totally. too. Um, and also, uh, last thing that we have to do, Andrew Gardaro wrote an extremely funny "Which Triple Frontier character are you?" Mm. blog, mm-hmm. and so I said that we have to we have to decide because it was honestly very in depth. Yeah, um, yeah. it's kind of like one of those BuzzFeed quizzes, but like good. <laughs> and so the only thing that I know in this world mm-hmm. is that Amelia is is Ben Affleck's Absolutely character. Absolutely, right. no yeah, question. I wrote down some reasoning. Okay. Go for it. So on Andrew's blog, these were the these were the things that he said you were if you identify okay. as Red Fly, which is Ben Affleck's character. Right. Um, immune to reason. Very true. <laughs> heavy breathing. Check. Which yeah, Amelia that's is, always true. runs for in, like into the room like from a meeting or something. And it's always like okay, and then like opens her laptop. So I was like, that feels right. Um, very open to cold blooded murder, which you know just some of the things you say on this Check. podcast. <laughs> Every now and then, like there's wow. a scene, there's a scene in Triple Frontier where Ben Affleck's like, "Oh, like we can fit all the money on the helicopter," but then he's like, "Ooh, but the hundred pound girl, like I don't know about her." 
and that's I was Amelia. like, that's the same energy, you know? <laughs> that's yeah. It's the same energy. Thank you. Um, and then, you know, he just sighs a lot and groans a lot in this movie. I, I realize so that do I you. do that a lot. You, you do. do a lot of like a lot of like pause and then you're like, Yeah. You know? I do. It's a lot of like gut. If you need a reminder, go to our triple frontier preview from last week. Amelia's just like, oh, like you the whole episode. There's a lot of that. And then Liz and I were kind of stuck. I thought Liz was Charlie Hunnam's character. Um, you follow rules, you're very organized. Uh-huh. Um, Andrew's blog said that he's the most honorable one on the team, which I feel like is well, right. thank you. Um, for you. I see myself being this only because I would definitely be the first person to get shot. <laughs> yeah, I just right. am an easy that target, also feels I feel right. like. Yeah. They also, his also, um, he also said, are you without a doubt the best looking member of your group? No comment on that, but I feel like we can agree. And then, <laughs> are you constantly keeping tabs on your bro's belongings, making sure they don't leave anything behind? That's Liz for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, she's, She's usually low key, but she can be volatile when provoked. <laughs> like Charlie Hunnam Damn. movie, like chokes someone out in a, in a grocery store. Oh, true. And anytime, yeah. you know, anytime we go after Pete Davidson, you never know who's going to come over true. that table. True. Who are you, Kate? Did you diagnose yourself? You know, I I struggled. I thought I like maybe Oscar Isaac. I have bad knees. <laughs> I I make suggestions that sometimes I'm like, mm, maybe it wasn't that wasn't the way to go. Also, an Oscar Isaac's description it says, "Have you ever convinced yourself that a plan is going to work despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary?" And I feel like yeah. me and you convince ourselves we a do. lot that we things are going to work lot. out and. They're not. And they don't. <laughs> like, really not. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I can see that for Living you. in denial. Yeah, go watch the movie. Okay, our last category is Tea Time's most unanswerable question of the week. Amelia, start us off. Okay, so the Aladdin trailer dropped. Um, it was like a full trailer. We got to see, you know, Will Smith and all his blue <laughs> body glory. <Creepy. laughs> and I actually thought he didn't look as bad, like, in motion, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Honestly, like, I was— in, Everything except him I thought looked good in this trailer. Like, I'm going to go see this movie. Yeah, no, it's I mean— like, I, colorful, fun, it's got songs. Yeah. Like, that's all it takes for me. Love that's all a I good need. song. Yeah. yeah. Which is why <laughs> yeah. I listen so easily pleased, okay? <laughs> I just— yeah. um, And I was listening to it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I remember A Whole New World. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um. So my question is, and this is for everyone listening, obviously, which Disney song is the best song? You're a Disney snob, so I want to hear your thoughts first. Amelia briefly worked for Disney, so you need to— It was like nearly three years of turmoil, but— (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Kidding. Um, uh, Well, see, I don't—no, I can't decide. It's hard. You have too many. That's why it's Like You have too many? I have like, yeah. Interesting. If you were going to listen to one right now— well, now I want to listen to A Whole New World because we were just mm. talking about it's it. It's a classic. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Um, it's an Oscar winner. I feel like that one in The Circle of Life are like the two that everyone thinks oh, are the best. Yes, mm-hmm. sure. I personally think I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan is the best Disney song. That's good, but that's unfair because it's such a good scene too. Yeah, that, it's like yeah. a training montage. I know. But also like, oh, it's so good. It's it so, is so catchy. Good. I like I Won't Say I'm in Love and Hercules. That's Because a great those women court, like choir is uh-huh. so great. Also, the muses. The muses. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just... Shout out to Alan Menken, who is oh, the yeah. composer. He is an icon. He's incredible. He's won like eight Oscars. As he should. he's so talented. As so. he should. Good for you, Alan. Yeah. Okay, my unanswerable question is, <laughs> what higher power has failed us so severely that we did not get a Stevie Nicks cameo in Game of Thrones? Honestly. We get Ed Sheeran, but not Stevie Nicks. <laughs> oh. So the context for this is, on Wednesday night, Fleetwood Mac, they're on a big tour right now. They performed in Newark, New Jersey's Prudential Center. Um, and Stevie Nicks, every time before she plays Landslide, she dedicates it to somebody in the audience. Mm. And every time there's some gigantic famous person there. Um, 
So she didn't name this person, like she didn't identify this person, but she dedicated to a special member of the audience, but didn't want to call him out so that like the mobs like didn't go after him. Um, But she said, she toasted to her favorite dragon king. (laughs) And then she said, they really should have cast me as his mother. And then was like, oh, well, too late. The fact that Stevie Nicks could have been Kit Harington's mother in Game of Thrones (laughs) was such a missed opportunity. It was. It would have been. I'm She's like so her. ethereal, like witchy, yeah. kind mm. of like. But she would have just like given birth to him and died in a bed. Oh, damn. Oh, which character should she Yeah, be? I knew you didn't know when you put this on here. <laughs> which character should she be? Oh, uh, the redhead girl. The yeah. mom of all of the people. No, well, I mean, she could have done that. The article that you linked says she would have been a great Melisandre, which I agree with. Like enchantress, Ooh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. wearing a lot of cloaks. True. That's what I want from Stevie Nicks. True. Also, my other question was, do you think Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie, who was with him, know what New Jersey is? Like, how did they end up in New Jersey? All, they're touring all across <laughs> the country and all over is. the world. Maybe they're just how, like, Jersey? We know Jersey. Why did, why Jersey. did they end up there? What were they doing in New Jersey? Of all, I mean, granted, I no yeah, idea. the easy answer is that they were in New York City and then yeah. travel because the dates line up. I don't accept that. I believe they're in New Jersey for a specific reason. I just don't know I why. I think they got, well, because New Jersey is like from Jersey and they Britain, just like thought it would be like, like oh this okay. is a cute little fake town that okay, we must okay. visit now so it's yeah. like it's yeah. like how people go to like the Cotswolds in England like you want like a cute little authentic yeah. like yeah. that's not London do you think yeah. they like New Jersey? <laughs> I have no idea I've actually never been have you? we'll do Tea Time Investigates yes. next yeah. week I've been to New- the Newark airport okay interesting <laughs> if, I, if any of you guys have questions I mean answers to these questions please yeah. let us know alright Craig Oh, I ding. He's that asleep was on the smash desk. That bell. It, it's Craig, the last thing. I the episode it, is over. So I ding and then okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow, we almost wow. made it all the way through without a Craig fuck up. <laughs> Craig, that was the last category. I didn't know there was a ding at the end because you're not moving on. God, if only you listened to tea time. Honestly, I listened to all clearly of them. doesn't. Okay. <laughs> all right. Anyway, this has been Tea Time with Kaya McMullen with Craig Horlbeck and said, "Thank you for listening. I'm Miss Kelly. I'm Kate Hallwell, and I'm Amelia. Wattler. Kaya, we miss you." 